Welcome to Down Camp Road. We'll share a piece of scripture with a reflection and prayer along with a story about the camp experience. Here's our camp community in audio. What do you remember from your first summer staff training? I remember um, pulling up to camp and walking in to a very enthusiastic crowd of people who, to me, I felt like everyone already knew each other and everyone clearly knew what was going on, except for me, who had no idea what I was walking into. Yeah. And what do you, what do you think uh, in life prepared you for this moment? Nothing. <laughs> I don't think I was prepared for what was about to happen. I don't think I had any idea what I was walking into and what the summer would hold for me. Yeah. Was it different from starting college? Well, I wasn't super enthusiastic about starting college either, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But there are movies about starting college and there are books about the college experience. Yes. And my sister had done it. Uh-huh. My older sister had started college successfully yeah but no no guidelines on how to start your career as a camp counselor right and when i went to college i had a friend from high school who was going to the same school living in the same dorm Um, we were on the same floor together so i knew a familiar face and walking into camp was not at all like that it was like everyone else had a familiar face except for me (laughs) What else do you remember about those first moments being a new person in a new place? Well, I remember feeling a lot better once we started going with training and once we had some structure around us and we had a schedule in our hand so we kind of knew what was coming up and um, once we got a tour of the site to know where we were and... um, that we would be staying in a comfortable place with a bathroom and yummy food to eat and that everyone had an experience of of coming to camp the first time at some time, even if it wasn't that year and that day. What did it take for you to trust God's plan in that moment? Well, to be honest, I don't know that I trusted God's plan in that moment, but I sure felt God's presence throughout that summer, and I felt my faith grow deeper and stronger because of the community that was around me and um, pouring into me, and then I in turn could pour into my campers. When was a time you've left everything familiar behind and put your trust in God? I'm Nathan from Verona, and this is Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 9. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to a land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse. And all peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai and his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people that they had acquired in Haran. 
and they set out for the land of Canaan, and they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh from Shechem. At the time the Canaanites were in the land, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Beth Bethel on the west and Ai on the east, there he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram went out and continued toward the Negev. A lone girl sits in her fifth grade classroom. She looks to be about 10 years old and her nose is buried in the Magic Treehouse, a novel series by Mary Pope Osborne. All around her, there are kids bustling around, laughing and joking with each other. She stands apart in that she is not. She simply sits quietly, flipping pages ever so often, ignored by all of her classmates. A teacher approaches her and takes a seat. Her name is Mrs. Polovitsky. She sits in silence with the girl for a bit, and then asks a question which will change her entire school career. Have you ever heard of forensics? If you have ever moved, then you know how hard it is, and not just for the reasons you might expect. Yes, you definitely miss your old friends and hangout spots, the traditions you have made and memories that will never be. But there are also the problems that no one really prepares you for. When I moved from Wasa to Apaka, I hadn't learned some of the material they were teaching. This was especially apparent in math, where it was harder to fake it. I fell very far behind, and some of my classmates ostracized me for not being as smart as them, or for not being able to grasp the concepts as quickly. It even felt as if my teacher favored the smarter kids instead of helping the ones who were struggling. I've always been a very awkward person, and sometimes I have trouble relating to someone on a personal level. As I got older, I kind of grew out of my shyness, but when I was young, I would freeze up if I had to talk to someone on a personal level. I would almost always prefer to read a book or explore than talk to someone new. This resulted in me having very few friends. The few I made were my fellow literature and plant nerds, and I wasn't very close with any of them. If you haven't figured it out yet, the girl at the beginning of the story was me. I had never been one for public speaking, at least back then. When I was in preschool, I went to speech therapy because I would slur my words and mumble and talk so fast no one could understand me. This habit, even with help from speech therapy, still follows me to this day. Because of this, I had never even considered joining forensics. However, Mrs. Polobetsky, or Polo as I called her, was my favorite teacher, and I didn't want to let her down. So I said I would try it, picked out a piece, and had it memorized by the first tournament. I can still remember the first few words. Let's try an experiment. <laughs> my first meet, I sat down, and I can remember the absolute awe I felt at these people. They were all so talented and outgoing, and I wanted to be just like them. I can recall one girl in particular. Her name was Tana, and she was doing a solo humorous piece. I met her at my very first meet. I was sitting at a table by myself, and she plopped herself down beside me. Up until this moment, I've been watching all the people around me running and catching up with old friends, feeling very intimidated by all of the noise and commotion. Tana somehow seemed to sense that and sat down to talk to me. She was my first close friend in Wapaka and talking to her was the first time I felt like I had a friend since leaving Wasa. 
she was the first of many. Being in forensics gave me the kind of community which I would never have been able to find had I stayed in Wassa. The friends I made and the people I met will always stay with me, as will skills and experiences learned and gained. I can still remember the first time I brought home a blue first place ribbon and the words that were running through my head as my parents congratulated me by treating me and my friends to ice cream at my house. This is where I belong. This is home. Were you able to see how God was working in your life then, in the moment? I would say probably not, because it was just, I wasn't very strong in my faith back then, and it was all just so new, and like everything was just coming at me. I didn't really even think about it, honestly, until much later. When you look back at it now, can you see God's hand in it? Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, what have you learned about being a noticer, about doing God's work of welcoming people? My biggest problem used to be I was scared to like put myself out there and talk to people first because I was scared they were going to think badly of me or judge me. But in order to meet people or to make friends, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and be open and welcoming to them. Otherwise, you're never going to reach anyone. And that's kind of what it's all about, right? It's helping people find God and make their way in faith. And if you aren't friends with them and you aren't open to them, you aren't going to be able to help them with that. Yeah, I agree. Can I ask you a little bit about last summer in your work at camp? Yeah. How do you think your earlier experiences informed your career at camp? Well, it was honestly, it was really intimidating because I was coming in with everyone who was already in college and who already knew each other and were friends and already had inside jokes. And so I kind of took the same concept and like ideology of if you don't reach out or if you don't try to make friends, no one's going to be friends with you. But honestly, everyone at camp was just so welcoming and nice. I really didn't have to do much reaching out because everyone was reaching out to me and bringing me in and inviting me into things. I think it's really amazing that so many um, like powerful lessons and positive experiences came out of a time where you really had to trust and live into an unknown. Yeah, for sure. Abby, I was going to ask, um, what do you see God's call being now for you? Uh, I've, I've been feeling a really strong call to helping people, whether it be, I'm already signed up for a job as a tutor. Um, so I'm going to be tutoring people in English and communications, um, but also just helping people like in general. I'm looking at volunteering at the Humane Society up there. Um, I know you gave me a connection to like the... Um, like the social justice group I'm looking at, like getting involved in, I'm looking at getting involved in the Red Cross. So just stuff that'll help me reach people and um, maybe shine a little of God's light in their life and just try to help them through whatever they're going through, whether it be typical schoolwork or whatever it may be. That's really cool. You're going to be awesome at that, Abby. Hi, I'm Brooke from Plasky, Wisconsin. Please pray with me. Dear God, just as Sarai and Abram trusted in your divine plan, let us follow your compass. Help us welcome the newcomer at every opportunity. Help us show compassion to those around us with a different experience of the world. Let us step out gracefully when it is our time to journey. Amen. Hello, my name is Kevin 
and I am from Wisconsin Rapids. And I was the youth person at a church in town here for a little over 20 years. So I've spent many summers out at Pine Lake Camp um, with many different kids throughout, throughout the years. Um, so I have many memories, uh, um, but the one that I would like to share with you is actually a memory that a parent shared with me. And I thought it was just so meaningful uh, um, and special that it would be um, very appropriate for, for this setting. Um, she had told me that prior to camp, her son did not want to go, did not understand why he needed to go, um, fought it uh, um, tooth and nail, did not want to go to camp. But mom stood her ground and knew that camp was important um, and told him that he needed to go. Well, as it turns out, she was not able to take him to camp. Um, so he had to ride with another family. Um, and the day that he left for camp, the last thing that he said to his mom before leaving was, I'm not going to get a thing out of this. And he slammed the door and left for camp. Well, mom told me after camp that when he got home, she was very nervous about how his experience was going to be. She said the only thing he talked about for the next month was camp. Everything was about camp and what an awesome time he had. And the only thing he sang all month were camp songs. And I think that's just an incredible story that, you know, here's someone that did not want to go to camp that had such an incredible experience that camp was all they could talk about for months after the fact. Thank you. Thanks to all the voices we heard today. Nathan from Verona, stage shiner with endless energy and a friend to all. Abby from Wapaka, hard worker and aspirational globetrotter and tent repair specialist. Brooke from Pulaski, lifeguard, social work major, ready to care for the world. And Kevin from Wisconsin Rapids, CEO of Collins Crew, youth mentor, and a consistent reminder that you dropped your pocket. <laughs>